I'm Daria Rose, and this is The Foodist Podcast, where real people use real food to get healthy and lose weight without dieting. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Foodist Podcast. I'm Daria Rose, and today I'm talking to Angela, who is one of my favorite guests so far, um, because she's just so positive and so wonderful. So she's a combo of a success story and a coaching session. She recently discovered Foodist and my work a few months ago and while she was actually on Weight Watchers and decided to give this crazy liking food thing a try after a, a lifetime of being overweight and struggling with dieting. And she has just had a tremendous success. She She's lost weight. She's lost 33 pounds in just a few months. And she's said it was the easiest 33 pounds she's ever lost and that she's really happy and having a, a mostly wonderful time of the entire thing and is excited to tell everyone about it. Uh, but she still has some questions. And this is really, really normal, for some, especially for somebody who has dieted for a long time. She wants to know, how does she know when she's really hungry? And specifically, what questions she be, should be asking herself to figure out how to move forward when she's faced with a decision where she's not sure what to do. And I love that she asks this directly because pretty much everybody who has ever been a chronic dieter is going to face this at some point when making a transition to becoming a foodist and somebody who just learns to love food and loves their body and doesn't stress out about it anymore. You have to have, you have to develop an intuition for what works for you. And when you've been dieting your whole life and just do, trying to do what other people have been telling you to do or trying to conform to some certain plan, you don't have that skill. And it's really scary to just trust yourself. So this is a, a really cool topic. And we get into exactly what you need to think about when making the decision, how to how you can learn from it, even if you get the answer wrong, because that's going to happen. And most importantly, how to be okay with all that, you know, how to be okay with not necessarily being perfect all the time and still being able to pick yourself up and say, you know what, that didn't go well, but I learned from it. And next time I'm going to do better. So give it a listen. This is uh, something that I think a lot of you will benefit from because it's a really common problem. So let me know what you think and enjoy. Hey, Angela, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you. <laughs> you we've been, you've been like tweeting at me and yes. <laughs> and so this is a coaching session, but I, I first I want to start by hearing your success story because I know that you are one. Okay, well, um, I guess I should start just telling you a little bit about myself. I'm, um, well, I'm 32 and I've pretty much been overweight my whole life and um, I've been on every diet. Um, yeah, I mean, seriously, every diet from the cabbage soup diet to, you know, South Beach, you talked about it in your book, all the diets and I've been all, all of those. <laughs> yep. And I've, you know, my weight has, has swung um, drastically. Like um, there was one point in my life I weighed over 300 pounds and I've also, you know, weighed, you know, 80, 80 or so pounds less than that. So, I mean, I've, I've got a wide range and I would, you know, gain weight, get fed up and then go on a diet and do really well. And then 
I guess, kind of get, get fed burnt up. out. <laughs> yeah. 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 And just kind of like, you know, I, I look pretty good right now. I'm, I would really like to eat food again and, um, you know, just kind of give up. So I've actually, as an adult, never been uh, within my BMI. So I don't even know what that would look like. Anyway, I was just really kind of discouraged. I have, I have two children. And after my second child, I was just kind of like, like, am I going to do this again? Am I going to lose weight? And then, then what will I do? I'll, you know, I'll, I'll lose it and hang on to it for so long and then I'll gain it back again. You know, that's just my life. So depressing. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But, um, we're going to New York city for Christmas this year and I'm super excited about that. And my mom was kind of like, you know, if we're going to go, we're going to walk. We don't want to be tired. So let's start walking. And um, she sent me a Fitbit. I'm 32 years old and she still sends me presents. I love her. It's amazing. But (laughs) she sent me a Fitbit. And so that's kind of how I started. And then because I was trying to walk more and I was like, what am I going to do? I found your podcast. And uh, the first one I heard was the one with Bonnie. And that I've listened to that one a couple of times just because if you haven't read Foodist, it, it summed up a lot of the book. So I did that one. And then I read your book. Can, in you, my can mind. you remind us what, what Bonnie talked about on the episode? She, um, she just talked about how she had been on Weight Watchers and her weight had fluctuated. I remember her saying like, I'm an eight right now, but I'm really a 16, you know, just kind of like she kind of had that same right. mentality where like, I'm temporarily this small, but I probably won't probably won't last long. And she just talked about like falling in love with vegetables and just listening to her body and giving her body what her body needs. And that just, it was just kind of a weird, I don't know. It just blew my mind. And because I actually, I was on Weight Watchers at the time that I heard that. So it like really resonated. Yeah. And yeah. And she's so positive too. Like, anyway, that that's a really good podcast. Okay. I'll, I'll link to it in the show notes for anyone curious to listen to it. That one blew my mind. And then, um, so then I was like, okay, well, what's this book? Well, I went to your website and I got the starter pack and that blew my mind, that willpower chapter. And, um, and, and you had something about, uh, I guess having the scale be a data point instead of like success and failure. Mm -hmm. And, um, I definitely had been like that before where like, if my weight goes up, I failed. If it went down, then I did good. And it just, I just had a lot of power and there was a lot of good and bad food. And, you know, so you, you found yourself moralizing yeah, food and also yeah. your, your weight. Exactly. And your body. So yeah. that happened. Then I got your book and then, you know, my brain totally exploded. And <laughs> that, <laughs> that's why I was tweeting you. And like, I've been sending the book to my friends. And I mean, I've had a, a couple of my friends are doing really well on it. And um, so anyway, so that's where I'm at. And so that was in June of 2016. So just a few months ago. And I have lost 33 pounds now. So All right. Yeah. And it's been, it's 33 pounds, but it's been the easiest 33 pounds I've ever lost. Like it's, I, it was just the most refreshing thing to just think about habits and focus on those and then just wait for time to pass because the pounds were going to come off. If you know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean. That is awesome. So, so yeah, I've been, I've been really successful and just emotionally or mentally just way more healthy about the whole dieting thing. And for the first time, I actually feel like I can lose weight and get down to what weight I should be and stay there. 
I, I actually have hope that I can do that now. So what an amazing feeling. So thank you. Yes. Yay. So that's my backstory. What, what I got the, the warm and fuzzies from that. <laughs> um, that. That was what I wanted to hear. I just, I, you, you had been really enthusiastic and tweeting me your your pictures and telling me how how you've you've lost thirty pounds so easily and you, you've been tweeting your friends' successes to me and I was just yes. was like I would love to talk to you and then you reached out about a question and I was like well why don't we why don't I get you on the show so I can I can hear your story in real life so that was my question about that. But we can get to your question now. <laughs> okay. So, um, so you've had a, a quite a bit of success in a pretty short amount of time. You're feeling really good, but uh, obviously, this is a big transition. And you have a question about one of. It, it sounds like your, your question is about like a, a mindset about something, right? My question is, well, this whole foodist thing. You're supposed to be li- being more mindful about eating and you know listening to your body. And I've sort of been, when I'm on diets I, my whole life, I've been purposefully not listening to my body, you know, like, shut up, you're not hungry, shut up, you're not tired. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. So now I'm trying to listen to my body and I don't, I don't know, I guess the best way to sum this up is I don't know who's talking to me. Like if it's the the angel on my shoulder or the devil on my shoulder or the elephant and the rider from your book. I mean, I just, I just don't know, you know, like... I don't know. Sometimes I'll be extra hungry or I'll be extra tired. And I'm like, should I listen to my body? Is it telling me this for a reason? Or am I just, you know, being lazy and hungry again? You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. Back to my old self. Right. So your, your question is, and by the way, I get this all the time. This is a very, um, a very subtle point that sort of a step in the path on the foodist journey that everyone has to confront everyone's eventually, because if you've been telling your body, shut up, like if, or if you've just been, if the method you've been using to make quote unquote, quote unquote, like correct decisions has been, don't listen to the things that are telling me that I should eat or whatever, just do the thing that will make me lose weight. Then it's really hard when you decide, okay, I'm going to let go of some of that stress, I'm going to try to let go of some of that control, I'm going to try to do what's good for me, then you're like, well, what the heck is good for me? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it can get really confusing because all those voices in your head, I, I call it the committee, they're all they're all equally persuasive. Yeah. And they all have a good point. Sometimes they want good things, and then sometimes they want bad things. <laughs> It's like, yeah, do I only listen to it when it wants good things, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, great question, and, and, and I'm glad we get to just tackle this directly. Can you give me an example uh, from your personal life about, like, a re- like a real-life example, not just, like, make up an example, but, like, something that's actually happened to you, and and give me sort of what is going on in your head? Well, I mean, this sort of happened last week. I got sick. I have two children, so I feel like... There's, there's always something, but, um, I got, I was, you know, doing well and then I got sick and for whatever reason, um, I was, I just felt really hungry. Partly when I have a sore throat, I guess it, it makes me feel hungry. Cause I, I don't, I don't know if I have a hard time distinguishing between whether I'm really hungry. I don't know. I'm just feeling kind of needy, I guess. But, um, but anyway, I got really hungry and, but I, I had just had a week where I'd I didn't lose as much as I normally do. Actually, I had gained a pound, which was the first time I'd gained. And so I was hungry and I didn't want to give in to that because I, I wanted 
to do well and get back on get back on track, quote unquote. But so anyway, I was just hungry and and tired. And I know I was sick, but you know, it's like, how lazy can I be because I'm sick? Or, you know, how much how much food do I if I need extra food because I'm sick and I'm fighting something, how much food do I really need extra? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um so that I mean that was real life last week. So um And so what did you decide to do? Well, I was listening to your book again, <laughs> the beginning part. And so I decided, uh, you know what? Fine, I'm just gonna eat and if I gain again then whatever and then I'll I'll stop being sick and I can get back uh to the way I was before. So I did kind of let go and um I did eat a little more and I actually did lose this week, so it ended up being okay. But um but it was a I don't know, a weird feeling to just kinda let go and just eat. And how did you feel after you ate, like in the 10 minutes, an hour after you ate, after you ate. Good. <laughs> you felt better. Yeah. You didn't feel like you overate or you made a bad decision or anything no. like that? No, I didn't. I didn't overeat. I mean, I ate Triscuits and pimento cheese. It was delicious. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I see. So you, you, it was like the, the, the conflict was over the choice of food. Well, I mean, maybe a little bit, but I mean, I didn't overeat, so I didn't, I didn't end up feeling gross. So that's good because I've along this journey, I have still overeaten a time or two and then been like, okay, that's, I don't want to do that again. That's terrible. Okay, cool. So, so you made, you, you had conflicting voices in your head and you made a decision, you made a choice based on, actually, I, I like why you made your choice. And I think you you did exactly the appropriate thing, which is realizing that like this was sort of an extenuating circumstance. So you don't really know what's normal in this case, right? This mm-hmm. is the first time you've been sick since trying to be a foodist. Yeah, that's true. And you took a guess to see what would happen. And it turned out fine. Yeah. So what I liked about your choice was that you viewed it as uh, you would you didn't know the answer, but you thought maybe it would be okay, and it turned out to be okay. So you turned out to be right. Yeah, I guess I just have this like sort of a control thing or this fear, like okay, it was okay this time, but like, what if I'm hungry and I give in next time, you know, and it's not okay? Right, right, right. So, so the, it worked out this time, and you're worried that you don't feel like you still have, you still don't feel like you have the compass to make the correct decision on a regular basis. Right. Yeah. You won't always make the correct decision, but the only way to know is to try. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So uh, I think in your original question that you emailed me, you asked like, what questions should you be asking yourself um, to determine if you're like tired or if you're hungry or whatever the reasons are that your brain is giving you that you should make one choice over another choice. And the way I approach it is if this is something you do all the time, you choose one thing one day and you choose another thing the other day and you look at the outcome after it's over and see what worked. Mm -hmm. And next time do the thing that works again and don't do the thing that doesn't work. Yeah. That seems, seems obvious, doesn't it? (laughs) It's so not obvious. (laughs) And when you're in it, because right, yeah. you think you need to have, you think you need to like, here's the issue. You think you need to have good reasons for, to, to do things. 
And so you try to like think your way through the problem based on like ideas. But what you really need to do is base your decision on, base your choice on the outcome you want. And if you don't know what the outcome is going to be, then you make your best guess and go forward. Yeah. If you do know what the outcome is going to be, remember that when you're making your choice. I guess part of my, you said, um, you know, I don't have a, a compass. And I think part of that is because having been overweight my whole life and been on diets, I'm not sure I really know what amount of hunger is appropriate. Of course you don't. <laughs> how would you know? <laughs> yeah. Like how hungry should you be? Like what, is it okay? Should, you know, if you feel hunger, should you run meat or should you feel hunger and eat in an hour or, you know, should you wait till you hear your stomach and you're, you know, fantasizing about food to eat or, you know, like how hungry it's okay to be hungry. Yeah. 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 And those are, those are questions that you're going to have to learn to answer for yourself through trial and error. You can't just tell me. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah. You know, like you can't describe to me hunger. You know, like, I can't feel your level of hunger. Like right. uh, you, I mean, the, the, the what's different with this approach than with counting calories or counting points or whatever it is that sort of applies external boundaries to what you're supposed to do. Right. Yeah, that makes it easier, 100%, because you don't have to figure anything out on your own. You just follow the rules. But it doesn't account for your needs. Yeah. And with points or calories, you know, if you're getting close to your limit, that's when you tell yourself to be quiet. You're not hungry or you eat something. I mean, you can eat something super low in points or, or free in points or low in calories, you know. Right. But in my case last week, I'm not sure that eating some cucumbers would have really done it for me. Right. But at the end of the day, you, you didn't choose cucumbers and you still, and you felt fine. Mm -hmm. and you learned something. Yeah, it's just really, I don't know, scary to let go of control. Yeah, it is. And that's like another part of your brain Yeah, that's talking to you and saying, yeah, but that's scary. And the answer is, okay, but like, this is how, this is the process. This is the process. And by the way, the only ones that are important, and so this, if this, is, this is a good thing to remember as well. So when you're sick, I mean take care of yourself. <laughs> like it, it doesn't really matter. This stuff becomes a lot more important when you're talking about things you do multiple times a week. Right. Yeah. Well, there are weeks that I'm hungrier than others. And I don't know if I guess I should be asking myself, well, what kind of food am I eating that maybe is keeping me more satisfied on the other weeks? Yeah. And there can be lots of factors for why you might be more hungry. Like maybe you worked out a little harder. Maybe you're hormonal. Maybe you had a stressful week. And then and, and then you'll have to sort of start to tease apart the difference between physical hunger, uh, fatigue, emotional. And those are very subtle differences of feeling that, again, like I can't really tell you. Yeah. But what you can do each time is if you if it feels different, if you're like, this is what I eat every day. And today, for some reason, it's not cutting it. That's a that's a cue for you to dig a little deeper and to figure out what's going on that's different. Okay. So that's my first question. What What's different? Yeah, you need to find a variable. What's different? And in those cases, realize that like this is a trial. 
Like this is a learning experience. Yeah. You might get it right. You might get it wrong. And the way you know is by the outcome. If you're like, I was starving and I just went and got the bagel and then I, I felt so crappy afterwards that I couldn't do my workout, then you're like, okay, that was probably a bad call. Yeah. You know, I don't beat yourself up over it. You didn't know. But maybe next time, even if I'm extra hungry, maybe I'll eat something different that, you know, maybe I need a little, like a handful of nuts or a yogurt or something different than the bagel, whatever, you know, like, I don't know what the thing is, but that's an example of something that like, if you felt horrible afterwards, if you, uh, you know, you had stomach issues, if you felt tired later, any number of things that made your life worse and not better next time, try something different. Okay. Yeah. But, but don't like, but the way you don't want to do is say, I'm extra hungry right now. I'm just going to ignore that. Okay. So, I mean, is it normal to have, you know, fluctuations in hunger week to week? A hundred percent. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I have it. Even if you're doing, you're eating the same thing, not that I eat the same things, but if you were eating the same things and doing the same workouts, you could still fluctuate in hunger like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like a whole new, I don't know, a whole new world for me to just listen to my, yeah. to my body. Yeah. And sometimes like another thing that I find with people who have a long history of dieting, there's a, almost a fear of hunger. Yeah. And hunger is just another sensation. Like I, obviously I don't want, like, I don't want anyone starving themselves, but it also, it's not going to kill you. Like sometimes if you're like, you know, I'm going to just see today if like, I don't eat anything, what happens? And sometimes it's like, wow, that was a really bad decision. I'm like, I got to dinner and I like stuffed my face and I was, you know, short with my kids and my husband and I was just like hangry all day and that was a really bad call. But sometimes you're like, oh, you know what? I thought I was hungry, but it turned out I was just stressed and mistook hunger for like wanting to not do my work. Yeah. And, and if I, you know, have a cup of like mint tea and take three deep breaths and maybe get myself permission to, you know, take a walk around the block instead of instantly going back to my email that actually worked better. And I didn't, you know, regret eating yeah. whatever I ate on my lunch break because, or on my break at work because it was not real hunger. Yeah. Some soul searching. Yeah. And, and, and like what you're saying is you have a little bit, you have some fear around trusting your body and trusting your actions. Yeah. Cause I think, you know, having been overweight my whole life, I, I, I'm afraid it's the fat girl inside talking to me. You know what I mean? Like, you're hungry. Eat, 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 eat. I, I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, you're like this is who you are. Like that's what you believe. There's a there's this lingering belief in there that you don't trust that voice. Totally, because you think that voice is you know what caused this amount of stress and pain in your life. So how do I? I guess, learn to trust that voice or... Well, trust your experience. You know, the voices, they're, they're, they're all... They're all kind of full of it <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> like, none of them are as important as, as they act like they are. Uh, what really matters at the end of the day is that you get the outcomes you want. Yeah. And that, and that is feeling... You know, and I'm, I'm not talking about like fitting into a pair of jeans or hitting a number on a scale. I'm talking about feeling good, feel like, fe you know, feeling good after you eat, feeling like you're living in line with your values, you know, that you're, you have the energy to do the things you want to do. All those things. Yeah. Well, the same question sort of applies to 
being tired or I guess physical exercise too. Cause there's some days and I mean, I work full time and I do have two kids. So some days I am tired. Right. Um, but like, is that, is, is that okay to give myself a pass? You know, I'm working out. I mean, I, I do my step, I, I walk, but there's some days I just really don't want to do a workout. Like a, sometimes I do like a 10 or a 20 minute more muscle-y kind of workout, like, you know, Pilates or something more muscle. Since, since I walk, I try to do something that's more muscle focused when I do a, a video. But sometimes I just really don't want to. Yeah. I mean, you, this is, this is another thing. It's like, also like there, there's no level of, um, like anything is good. And so, you know, one of the things that I, I work with people on sometimes is like, so you're talking about like doing plan A or doing nothing, right? Well, you, you have your walking, so you can always feel good about that. You know, sometimes you might just walk a little extra. You know, maybe, maybe that would even help relieve some of the stress and fatigue. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's the the decision you want to make there is what's going to make me feel good about this. And if the idea of like putting on some sweats and like doing yoga in front of the TV is like not cutting it for you right now, then, (laughs) you know, just you're like, I'm already walking to the grocery store. Maybe I'll like take the long way and go through the park or something like that. Yeah. I could do extra steps. Yeah. Like, like, so instead of just having success and failure, in this realm, there's like grades of of activity, and any one of them is a success that matched today's needs. Yeah, because there's going to be days you're going to feel like doing extra too. Yeah, that's true. And some days I do, and some days you will. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Sorry, I'm just internalizing all this. Drink it in. <laughs> this is deep stuff. Yeah, and nobody ever teaches you how to do this stuff. Yeah, I'm just thinking. So, yeah. So is there, I mean, how do you try to think if I could journal my hunger or something, but I'm not really even sure how I'd, how I would do that or how I could, how can I learn from my hunger? You were talking about, you know, through trial and error, but like, I can hardly remember what I did yesterday. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm just trying to think of how I could record this and, 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 and chart a trend. You're, you're, you're definitely welcome to keep journals. That can be really helpful for some people. Um, you can also, there's some apps that you can track habits, you know, if you're worried about not doing something often enough or something like that. But, you know, I, I have one, I use an app called way of life and it's just like, did I do this thing or did I not do this thing? And I don't even know why I do it anymore (laughs) because I'm pretty good about it. But, you know, sometimes actually, actually I I know exactly why I do it. Because when I first moved to New York, it was really difficult for me to motivate to cook as often as I was doing it in San Francisco because the produce isn't as good. Uh, it's my kitchen wasn't as nice, you know, and it's like way more of a pain in the butt to go to the grocery store here because there's like a zillion people and the lines yeah. are really long. And so I would just find myself being like, eh, Kevin, like, let's go out. And I found myself like cooking way less and I could tell I didn't feel as good. My stomach wasn't as good. And I didn't even like the food very much. Like we'd go out to these places and like, I like, you know, I like nice restaurants, but like the sort of middle of the road places we were going to, I was like, I don't even like this. It's too expensive. Like I was just really frustrated. Like I didn't feel like I liked any of my options. And so I started keeping track of how often I cook dinner every week. And that helped me a lot because it gave me a better sense of the pattern because 
it was sort of all over the place. It felt like to me. So now I have a visual like graph I can look at and see. And actually I cook a lot more now. (laughs) It really helped me. What's it called? Way of life. Way of life. Okay. I have to look that up. So if that, if something like that helps you, awesome. Yeah, I think it might. I have, uh, I've always been super motivated visually. Like I was the star chart kid. (laughs) And so, yeah, I love graphs. Yeah. I'll have to look into that because I just think if I saw a consistent trend or whatever, I don't know, might be able to learn from it a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. That can be helpful too, especially if you have a lot of things changing at once. Like you're, you've, you've taken sort of like a whole new worldview of your, your self care here. Yeah. Yeah. And that is a lot. It's a lot of moving parts. So yeah, if something, if writing it down or keeping track somehow helps you feel like you have a little bit better sense of how things are progressing, that's awesome. But again, like eventually this will become second nature for you. Mm-hmm. You know, what, maybe your kid starts at a new school and their schedule changes and it'll like throw you out of flux a little bit, but you'll automatically be like, oh, I see on the days when I have like these meetings and also I have to pick my kids up and take them to this practice and also cook dinner, I have meltdowns. So, yeah. I, you know, and you'll start to see in, because you know what you would do in each one of those individual cases, you'll know that it's because they're combined and that does something to your psychology and you'll know how to respond or you'll, you'll have, it won't be so scary. Yeah. You know, you won't feel, you won't feel like you're in a place where like, Oh my gosh, is this, is this the fat girl talking? Is that why I'm hungry? Is that why I'm freaking out? You'll, you know, you'll say like, Oh, this, this is totally natural to feel out of whack because I'm in an uncertain situation right now, but I'll figure it out by trying something this time and seeing how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've, you know, you said a lot of parts are changing because this is a new way of life and that that's really true. And I can look back though, and I've in this, I guess it's been June, July, August, like four or five months. I mean, I've changed a lot though. I mean, there's been a lot that I have adapted because things weren't working or, you know, I was making choices that I wasn't happy with later. Uh, and I've adapted like, um, I know I'd get really hungry after work and just like come home and just just eat something just because I was so hungry. And now I bring like a a mini meal that I eat like right before I leave work Mm. because I have to go get my kids, then take them home and I have to breastfeed my youngest daughter and then I can start cooking for dinner. So it was just like way too long. Sure. For me to make it. And I was just making, you know, poor choices. I was mindless, mindlessly eating in the kitchen, just like just trying while I was cooking, just trying to eat something. So I've, I've made changes there. So and that that has helped. So, so. you th- so exactly. So you, you already have ex- su- some success with this method. Yeah, yeah. There's I guess you're just telling me that there's just there's just more of that just more learning. Yeah, just more trying. And Yeah. And by the way, it never stops. Yeah. <laughs> like, if anybody is listening to this and being like, well, Daria is already there. Like, no, <laughs> like but that's why dieting is like, you know, you think it's going to be great because it's just rules and you follow it. This, this in a sense, this seems harder, but you know, I mean, it's really been a really easy loss of 33 pounds though. So it is easier, but just like you don't have to think so much with the dieting. Like I, this is, you're like having to really think about why you do what you do. Right. And, th- you know, and thinking is deeper. hard. Yeah, it's deeper and it's hard. But the good news is once you set up habits, then 
you don't have to think nearly as much. Yeah. It starts becoming second nature. And then when something new comes up, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember I used to have trouble with this before. I can, I can, but you feel like you can handle it and it's only like one thing. So yeah, when it's new and this is, this happens a lot. People get overwhelmed by the number of new things that they have to think about and it, they don't want to. And understandably, they're already busy. You know, it's like you have a job and you have families and you have things to handle. So it can feel like a lot, but you're doing amazing and you should feel really proud of yourself. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I am. It's been, like I said, it's been, I mean, even though this sounds emotional or whatever, it's been, it's been a really easy, um, weight loss or whatever. I mean, it's just, it's just been simple. Right. Well, that's the other thing. It's, it's been like, fun. It, yeah. It feels, it's, it might be more work, but it's the kind of more work that like is amazing. Like it feels really good to do. Yeah. Yeah. I've enjoyed it because you're, you're what you're learning to do is stop suffering. Yeah. I mean, I used to be on diets and I would say like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm this close to my goal. And in my mind, I was getting excited about getting close to my goal. Cause that's when I could let go and right. like not torture myself. Right. And this, I'm like, I'm just, I'm just excited about my goal. Cause you know, I'm going to look and feel good and I'll get there. I mean, it's, it's coming off week by week. So just got to wait. Yeah. And the process itself, you're, it like feels good. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're doing something like in line with what you want. Yeah. It's, it's been really good. My husband's lost weight too. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's, he's actually not really, I mean, I guess, I don't know if he's overweight. I don't know. I'd have to ask. Um, I don't know on his BMI, which I know is just like a number, but he's, he's really not, he's not heavy guy, but of course he's, you know, he eats what I cook and then he loses weight. Without <laughs> <It's> so annoying. <laughs> Of course he does. Uh, yeah, but he's been, he's enjoyed it too. And we were going to the farmer's market for a little while and uh, ours is over now, which is really sad. But yeah, so we've really enjoyed it together and my kids are eating healthy food too and doing well with it. So, so it's been good. Awesome. We'll just continue. Yeah. Do you feel like you have your question answered? Yeah. Yeah. It just sounds like I need to sort of just internalize and just maybe think about why might I be hungry and what's different this week than last week and either give myself some grace, you know, cause I'm sick for example, or, you know, figure out, figure out what the, is it nutritional, you know, is, am I not eating enough of something? Am I not eating enough, you know, or am I super stressed or, you know, just ask myself more questions. So. Right. And keep in mind that no matter what you try, like it's not the end of the world, you can try again next time. Right. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thanks, Angela. Well, thank you for having me. I please keep me posted on how everything's going. And it's so fun to watch, watch your progress and good luck. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Foodist Podcast. I'm Daria Rose. And if you're interested in upgrading your own health style, learning how to get healthy and lose weight without dieting and without all of the suffering that it brings, then head over to my website, Summer Tomato, and sign up for my weekly newsletter. When you sign up, you'll get a free starter kit that'll teach you the basics of how to start changing the way you think about food, health, and weight loss. 
You'll also get a free chapter from my book, Foodist, called The Myth of Willpower that explains the science behind why the no pain, no gain mantra of the weight loss industry is the absolute worst approach to getting healthy. So come over to Summer Tomato and sign up. We have a fantastic community and we would love, love, love to have you. Thanks for listening and I will see you next time.